It's Mankato's Talk of the Town, connecting the community on News Sports Talk KTOE. Here's your host, Lisa Kay. I'm so excited about having my next guests on with me today. Well, first of all, I've got Marie Wood back in studio. Finally, Marie from Mankato Clinic. How are you? Great. And it's great to be here with these guests. It's so good to see you. I'm glad you connected us. I was telling them before you came in that right after we made the connection and I said, okay, I'm going to be talking to this group of women. Uh, then I started seeing them everywhere. I started seeing the name everywhere. I thought, am I behind the ball on this? Like, I should have talked to them before, right? But thanks for bringing them in. Yes, I think it's going to be a really powerful conversation. And do you want to do some introductions since you're here? Um, sure. We have Crystal Double D here from Mankato Clinic, and she's a licensed... Independent Dependent clinical Dependent. social worker. Oh, my goodness. That's a long one. I'm yes. glad you did that. <laughs> <laughs> and she does wonderful work at our clinic. And also we have um, Amber from Be The Light. All right. Well, so they're going to talk about their stories. Crystal and Amber from Be The Light. And I know that the main uh, focus of this interview is Be The Light, talking a little bit about what the organization is. Um, Want to give us a little nutshell of what Be The Light is? Sure. My name's Amber Melby, and I am a breast cancer survivor, first and foremost, uh, as part of the story. And I started Be the Light in 2016 after I went through my own um, breast cancer journey, or kind of was coming out of it, I guess, out of treatment, as really a way to pay forward all of what I call the love and light that was given to me during my breast cancer journey, you know, from, I think, any any cancer survivor, but for, for my story, a breast cancer survivor can say the, the, the way that your community can, and your friends and family kind of come alongside you and support you in so many different ways is really amazing. And I called it the light in my darkness mm. um, from taking my children to their sporting events and practices and church to um, bringing meals. We had a meal train and that was just, you know, wonderful as a mom who would used to take care of all those things like most moms do. So um, it was just really that light that carried me through that time. And I just really wanted to find a way to pay that forward. The second reason I started Be The Light was um, the name comes from my Aunt Brenda Plinky, or Aunt B, we called her. She was she was battling breast cancer at the time. She, she had metastatic breast cancer that she battled off and on for 18 years um, before she passed away in 2018. When she, she was just a light to all who knew her. Mm. And I call her the, um, the, my person, you know, everybody has that person in their life who is there for you, who cheers for you, um, who's, who you want to call with good or bad news. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was her, she was my dad's youngest sister. And so she was kind of that perfect mix of, she could have been my sister, but she was my aunt. She was a friend. Um, you know, she was a mentor to me as I had my own children and just, a wonderful person. She was diagnosed with breast cancer when she was 40 years old. And at her five-year mark, she it came back. The doctors at that time told her she had a 10% chance of living five more years, and she lived 13 more years. Oh, wow. So I love to share that story because it's just, Be you know, the light. Yeah, be makes, the light. It makes very much more sense now. Yes. And she, a really important part of the story and how it ties back to Aunt B is our logo has the handwriting in there that says never give up hope that is her actual handwriting and she had that just got chills yeah yeah we love sharing that she had 
a handwritten sticky note on her fridge that said that. And she looked at that every day while she went through the ups and downs of new treatments and it's spreading and new treatments and it's spreading right. and then remission for a while and all of the all of that. And after she passed away, that sticky note was gifted to me. Mm. And so we incorporated it into our logo and it's just a really special part of, of our story. We give out magnets, we have stickers um, and, you know, every, all of that good stuff. But I like to make sure people understand where that came from. Mm. And when we get a, a request in for a donation from a sur- for a survivor, I send out uh, $500 donations from Be The Light. And in that little package comes what we call a magnet card. And it's a, f- a postcard that explains okay. that story. I always throw in a few extra magnets, too, because I feel like, you know, people want one on their fridge, but they also maybe want, especially survivors, want to put yes. one in a mirror, in their um, visor, in their car, just to see that always. And so... Um, so we like to share that message with well, everybody. We're going to learn a little bit more about the organization, some of the events that you have going on and the purpose. Um, but can you take us back to your diagnosis and your story so we can understand how deeply connected you are to this and why it exists in the first place? Sure. I was considered a higher risk patient because of my dad's three sisters. All three of them had had breast cancer, um, one of them twice, and obviously my Aunt Brenda was battling metastatic disease at that time. So I was going through the high-risk screening, which included a 3D mammogram or 3D mammogram alternating with a breast MRI every so one of those every six months. Oh my. And um, it, they saw a little something, you know, suspicious, and did a biopsy, and there, there it was. And so I was very thankful. Um, they almost didn't biopsy it because they didn't think it was anything. So very grateful that they did, obviously. So I had a double mastectomy in July of 2015. And I remember coming out of surgery and my husband and my mom and my sister, my, my all my family, are a, a bunch of nurses. So my mom and sister, both nurses, mm-hmm. standing at my bedside in the recovery room crying. Mm-hmm. And I knew that that was not something good. Mm. And so they had found a, a trace amount in my sentinel lymph node, which is what they do. They, they remove the sentinel node. And then if there's cancer in the sentinel node, um, they continue taking lymph nodes. So thankfully it was only there, but unfortunately that also buys you the chemotherapy and all of that. Okay. So started chemotherapy in August of that same year. And, um, I ended up in the emergency room the first night with the first round of what we call the red devil. You know, it's, as we've talked about in some of our groups with Be The Light, these ladies come in with, you know, the chemo nurses have to come in in yellow gowns and masks mm-hmm. and gloves and inject this red devil, they call it, this red chemotherapy into your veins and talk about the beginning of the trauma, mm-hmm. you know. So I ended up in the emergency room that night with dehydration and just terrible headache and had some bad side effects. That was the beginning. One of the blessings that came from that journey was uh, the chemo nurses in New Ulm. Um, at the at the oncology clinic there, paired me up with a another lady my age, also a nurse, young kids at home that was was getting treatment at the same time. So they put us on the same chemo days, which oh, was wow. such a blessing. Wow. Her name is Shiloh, and um, we got to go through treatment together. I do not know what I would have done without that support, and that also brings us later into the years we can talk about, but then the, the survivors that came after that had to go through this during COVID by themselves with right. no support there. Um, my hun- husband attended every treatment as well. Some of my kiddos, 
came in as well as our our daughter came once she wanted to be there. So um, it was, you know, you went through 16 rounds of chemotherapy, finished in January, um, had my um, replacement surgery. They remove your implant or they remove the expanders and put your implants in in February. Mm -hmm. And then I was done. What happens and what we've talked about a lot through our groups that we've created now with Be The Light, and we'll get into with the programs later, but what happens when you get a group of women into the same room is we all have had this shared experience, which is you're done. Everybody goes back to... It should be fine now. You're fine now. Right. You beat fine. cancer. It's You normal. beat cancer. Good for you. Congrats. We're happy but it's for you. not. I learned this from Kate Hansen, who yes. was in the other day, that she said the the level of I'm angry still. I'm pissed off that that my body doesn't look the way that it used to, that I can't do the things that I used to do. There's a whole level of grief that goes along with that, that many of us, I do not understand that. I don't understand exactly. it. And it's something we've identified as a missed, um, you know, a missed opportunity from a treat, you know, from the standpoint of the maybe oncology department or kind of the follow up. The the, the survivors are starting to process the trauma after mm-hmm. they're through chemotherapy. And we've talked about you're kind of in that fight or flight. You're checking off the boxes, treatment, appointment, surgery, follow-up, you know, whatever. And then you're – but you're left there kind of what just happened. Like this emotional void. It's a, it, yes. you're, you're handling the physical part of it, but the emotions are still hanging out there by themselves. Exactly. And, and then you don't have anybody to talk to. So that's – one of the beautiful things we've found with Be The Light is getting all of us in the same room. We're all just nodding and <laughs> talking over each other almost like, yes, yes. And you just feel so validated and so supported mm-hmm. of, oh, I, I, did, I just didn't realize we all felt the same way, but there was nobody to talk to about it. And so you're left in this dark place. And that was for myself, too, just a very dark, what is going on? I shouldn't feel this way. I should be happy. And it just makes you feel worse about yourself. In addition to the physical, you know, it takes uh, over a year for your hair to grow back, your eyebrows, anything, to, any semblance of normal for you. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're looking in the mirror, you're not feeling yourself for a very long time. In addition to this trauma you're going through emotionally and, and spiritually where you're just feeling this huge void and empty. So there's a lot to process after that. So that's, and that's kind of when... I started thinking about Be The Light. I didn't have any dreams that it would get to where it is today, but it's such a wonderful, beautiful blessing that it has because now we've gotten to meet all these other women and support them in the way that I didn't have that support other than my friend Shiloh, Mm -hmm. and thank God I had her. We texted each other all the time, are you feeling this way? What do you think about this? And we had each other. And you didn't know each other before this. You wouldn't have come across each other before this. No, never, never. Is there, uh, uh, how far are you out from from your, um, I don't know, do they call it a cure? I yeah. don't know, but how far are you out? And then are you still, even to this day, going through that? I'm eight years out, which is amazing. I have to even think back to some of those milestones of when I, you know, which, uh, so I'm very grateful for that. And um, what I found with being in the Be The Light programs with the other survivors is that it has been... Of even this far out, very healing to myself all these years later because a trauma is a trauma. It doesn't go away. It changes over mm-hmm. years, right, over time. But it's still there, and it's still such a big part of your identity. So it has been very 
like I said, kind of full circle right. and healing to meet these amazing people. Crystal and I would have never known each other had it not been for this club nobody wants to be in. I was going to say, ourselves. that sounds like a sorority nobody wants to join. We're going to be back uh, with Amber Melby and, of course, Crystal Double D, who we've not even heard her story yet, but we'll get to that in a little bit more with Be the Light in just a moment here on KTOE. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we have Amber Melby, a breast cancer survivor and founder of Be the Light, in here. Also, Crystal Double D from Mankato Clinic, who's got a story of her own to tell. Um, and uh, Amber, Crystal, I don't know who wants to talk about this. I told you off air that I've been seeing Be the Light around logos, things like that. There's an event coming up that we need to talk about. What kind of programming did you create, and is still, I suppose, is in creation now, depending on the women that you meet and the needs that you see that aren't being met? That's a good point. We are continuing to figure that out and meet survivors where they're at. So the, the, the programs we currently have are a variety of different things. One of our most popular is called um, our Relight Retreats. We do every other month or quarterly. That is a variety of different things. We've done a like mini spa station day. In December, we're getting together and making spruce pots. We've done an art therapy class. We did a picnic in the park with our families in August. So that's been one of our most popular ones, and that was how I met Crystal, her coming to her first Relight Retreat over in New Ulm. The point of that and the name of it was to kind of relight the spark that we lose during a breast cancer journey. Mm -hmm. Another um, program we have that's very popular is Survival Fitness. We partnered with the New Ulm CrossFit crew, Coach Brandy Toomer, and her husband owned that. So they, she had created this beautiful program to help survivors regain the strength lost during chemo um, and, and their journeys. So we have a, a session of that going right now. They meet twice a week. It's a lot of fun. They do, you know, they're, she calls it functional medicine. So they're mm. squatting, but she talks about, but you're, you're building up your leg muscles to be able to bend over and pick up that laundry basket again or, or a child or whatever. So that's been really fun. We do a few of those a year. Um, we do holiday hope handbags. We started that during the pandemic to kind of figure out a way we could connect with survivors, but also support some of the local businesses who were hurting oh, during sure. that time. So we put, so people can send in a nomination, uh, email, um, off of our, um, registration link on our website to nominate a survivor. And then we put together this gift basket. They value their worth about $550 in gift cards and merchandise. That's really fun to show up on their mm -hmm. doorstep at Christmas time and, and hand them this bag of goodies. We do a more casual get-together called Hope Huddles. That's a coffee on a Saturday morning or a dinner out either in Mankato or New Ulm once a month. And that's, that's again, just that. It's just a casual get-together. And... It sounds like you're just making <laughs> a connections. Yeah, a variety right. of things to draw people in to make connections so they will find their people. Exactly. To hope getaways is what you're forgetting. To, to, yeah, one other thing. Um, we did. We piloted a cooking beyond cancer class last year okay. down at Lola's in New Ulm with uh, Chef Aaron Bodie. There, that was really fun. We came together, did a learned how to cook a healthy meal, and then ate together family style. So that was fun. And then the Hope Getaways, we call it our big shiny prize. So Hope Getaways was inspired by a fundraiser we did for my aunt B when she was still alive to get to see her son Hayden play his last year of football. Mm. He, she would lived in Portland, and he was in school in Texas. So we did a fundraiser and we're able to get her to all of those games. So that was really special. We started Hope Getaways in 2019. And so, again, it's similar to a Make-A-Wish trip for okay. a survivor. And so we have 
given away four of those currently, and we are going to be giving one away at our gala here at the end of October. So oh, we're my very God. Can excited. You tell me about the gala in a short period of time here that yep. I have. Friday, October 27th, we have our Illuminate Hope Gala in New Ulm. Um, it's going to be a beautiful night where we celebrate survivors. We were able to get a sponsor level this year to give 75 survivors and their plus ones free tickets to come. Oh, wow. And we just have a lot of fun things planned. So it's our biggest fundraiser of the year. All money stays local to help survivors. Our service range is about a 50-mile radius out of New Ulm and Mankato. So lots lots of fun things planned. We still have tickets available through next Wednesday. That will be the cutoff for, for those. But we have a, a wonderful dinner um, from Goots Essen there in New Ulm. Um, it's at the Royal Oak Event Center. And we celebrate. We do a live and silent auction. And then we dance a little bit to some DJ music at the end. Where do we go for more information or tickets on that one? Our website is bethelightinfo.org. You can find all of it there from our programming to information on the gala. Back on Talk of the Town, Lisa Kay in the studio. Marie, did you get your picture? All right. We're taking photos here in the studio. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. My guest today, Amber Melby, breast cancer survivor and founder of Be The Light. Also, Crystal Doubledy, who we have yet to hear from, but you're here and doing great things, Crystal. Just here in support. But we we have a story to talk about with you as well, because you are, uh, you do have a cancer journey of your own. So we want to talk about that. And the fact that when we came in here, I learned you were kind of drug, as the case may be, to be the light. You didn't want to go. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about how that, uh, how your diagnosis uh, came about and your decision to finally show up for be the light. Sure, sure. Uh, Well, thanks for having me. uh, yeah, I'm Crystal Double D. I was diagnosed um, with uh, breast cancer in January of uh, 2022. Um, uh, unlike Amber, I was not considered high risk. I have no family history of breast cancer at mm-hmm. all. Um, and so um, I had uh, met with a primary care doctor who um, had suggested that I follow up and do a mammogram um, and uh, an ultrasound. And so I did that in the, on the ultrasound is when the radiologist, um, came and talked to me and wanted to watch it live and had some concerns. Um, and so, um, what brought me into the clinic initially was, um, I had experienced a small amount of discharge for my breast. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, um, after, um, I saw, or the ultrasound was completed, um, I had a biopsy and, um, it was found that, um, I, indeed had cancer. Hmm. Um, and so there was some, um, discrepancies on whether or not my cancer was considered invasive, meaning outside of my milk duct, or if it was contained in my milk duct. Um, oh. cause I had small traces outside of the milk duct. Um, but for sure they knew in the milk duct, it was cancerous. Um, and so I had a second opinion. Um, I met with our team of, um, uh, surgeons at Mankato Clinic. Because you work at Mankato Clinic. I work Clinic. at Mankato Clinic. Yep. I'm a um, psychotherapist in our psychology department at Mankato Clinic. Um, and then I met with oncology um, and ultimately decided to have a second opinion um, in the cities at Pi- the Piper Breast Institute. Okay. Um, and so from there, I had another biopsy that came back still kind of inconclusive of whether or not this was invasive or not. And so... And you're living with this. You're going home like, I'm going to bed every night. I'm not sure what's going on. Yep. Yep. All unknown. All Mm -hmm. unknown at that point. Um, But um, ultimately determined that um, uh, both oncologists um, and surgeon agreed that um, I should not do chemo 
first if we don't know if it's invasive or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I had surgery. I had a bilateral mastectomy in February of last year. Um, And in fact, it was determined that it what there were there were cancer cells outside of that milk duct, oh. um, and so um, similar to Amber, they took um, my sentinel lymph nodes. Um, they took three; all of those were negative for cancer, um, which was good news. Um, uh, however, uh, my cancer um, uh, it was like hormone receptors. hormone receptors. Um, so it was HER2 positive as well as estrogen positive, progesterone negative. Um, but that HER2 positive meant that it was aggressive, hmm. um, and fast growing. Um, and also meant that I needed, um, chemotherapy. Okay. Um, and so, um, the good news about that was that it was treatable. Um, the doctors used the words, our goal is cure. Um, and so, um, from the point of being diagnosed, um, I was scared. I honestly, I have two little kids at the time were um, two and four um, or had just turned five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I was going to die. Um, and so just so anxious about all of that. But then to hear, nope, we have come a long ways in terms of our treatment and that women live a long time um, with breast cancer. Um that was that gave me some hope, um, but still fear, scared, right. and I still feel scared. Um, you know, we talked with Amber about um, her aunt Brenda went five years, um, yeah, cured, and then it came back, um, and so I still feel that fear. Um, although I try not to let that take over, but somebody drug you to be the light. They sure did, right? Um, yeah, didn't so, want to go. Yeah, so be the light. Um, Amber and I have a mutual friend, um, Jan, who immediately when Jan learned about my um, cancer. She uh, said, you got to text my friend Amber. She has this organization. It's a great resource. And I was like, no way. I am not texting Which Amber. Is just like what Kate said when I talked to her a couple mm-hmm. days ago. She said, I was not ready for this. I nope. was not ready. But you, this is the time when you are not ready that you are supposed to be there. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so it actually took Amber texting me and inviting <laughs> me. Um, and I'm so grateful for that because it, our friendship has grown um, tremendous. She's one of my dearest friends um, and we would never have met. Um, and so we talk about how we don't like cancer, but we like the people that cancer has brought into our lives. Right. Um, and so was it last April um, mm-hmm. was a, a relight retreat. Um, she invited me to that. And one of my other um, Friends um, who I've, I've known for a long time, she's also a, a social worker, um, Tiana, um, but also a breast cancer survivor, said, we're going to this retreat and I'm picking you up. And so she did. <laughs> I love that you had no, sometimes you need those girlfriends. You yep. have no choice. No choice. You're coming. You're um, and we went um, and I had just had my mastectomy. I was still, I had my drains still in, um, but it was such a, an opportunity to feel validated to hear women who had also had a mastectomy, the women who had, I hadn't started my um, chemotherapy yet. Um, and so I still had my long hair. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Um, but to talk about what that process was going to look like, to talk about losing your eyebrows, right. your eyelashes, the emotional and piece to, of that. to not be alone. To and know to that not, not feel alone. alone. I know that uh, you've mentioned, Amber, you'd mentioned New Ulm quite a few times. Um, so be the light in New Ulm. But also now we're moving to Mankato. With Mankato Clinic, I'm sure there's a good tie-in here. Yes, yes. So um, there's a few survivors of us, um, five or six of us, that were traveling from Mankato. So we approached Amber and said, hey, can we bring some of these programs to Mankato? Um, and she was absolutely uh, on board with that. So, um, yeah, and then the partnership with Mankato 
um, clinic in the uh, Mankato Clinic Foundation of looking to help bring those funds um, to support programming here in Mankato. And so we currently are doing a relight retreat um, that is uh, six weeks um, long, focusing on mind, body, and spirit. Um, and so that's been, I've partic- participated in that. Kate also um, was participating in that. And then another person who we had never met. And so that was really fun um, to bring new survivors um, and get connected to these resources. So there are resources out there. They're on the way. Marie, you're working on uh, with Be the Light. Yes, we're working on getting the word out to our patients and throughout the clinic, any patients really, so that they know more about Be the Light and that it's um, a really great support for survivors. Once again, Amber, let's talk quickly. Uh, just a couple minutes left here about the um, the gala that's coming up. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that people know about that. And how do we support? Well, like I said, it's Friday, October 27th, so just a little over two weeks away. Uh, this year, it is held in New Ulm. Uh, we've talked about as we continue to grow and bring programs over to Mankato, that maybe someday soon our next gala will be over here. Um, but currently, you can find out any information on our website. Again, be thelightinfo.org. There is a, a section just for the Hope Gala. Um, we have about 30 sponsors already committed, a lot of um, different organizations over in Mankato and New Ulm. So that's been really fun to see Holtmeyer Construction in here in um, Mankato just donate. They're our event sponsor um, here, Radio Mankato. You're our media sponsor. So we're very grateful for that. I just found that. that out. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> so we have lots of um, really fun energy going into this event and, and a lot of new faces supporting our cause so we will just, it's our biggest fundraiser of the year. Um, if people can't make it but want to donate, there's a donate tab on the website as well. Uh, like I said earlier, the tickets are still on sale through next Wednesday, and then we'll be cutting those off so we can do all of our final numbers. But it's just a really fun night. We have the whole room lit up in hot pink, uplighting, mm-hmm. and we just do a lot to honor the survivors. Like I said, we'll be, we had survivors send in a Hope Getaway application. What would their Hope Getaway look like if they won one? And we'll be announcing that. We have a committee of people. I'm not on that committee because I could never <laughs> choose, and I know everyone, that will be reviewing those and selecting one to give away that night. So that'll be really special to get to witness that live. Um, like I said, silent and live auction items. And yeah, if people just can't make it but want to donate, they can go on our website and do that as well. We'll make sure all the links are posted, ktoe.com, on the show notes to this as well. Um, I am so sorry that uh, both of you had to have this journey, but so grateful that you're here to bring this organization and a new partnership with Mankato Clinic and bring it uh, to more than just one town because it really just touches so many people. Um, And thank you for being there for those women and and those people that need you. Thank you. So, Be the light. And you can check that out, ktoe.com. If you're going to listen to this in the replay, you'll see that right below in the show notes. We'll be right back. Back on Talk of the Town. One last minute with our friends at Be the Light. Last words for us today? Last words would be that if you are a survivor in this area or know of a breast cancer survivor at any stage in their journey, we would love to have them get connected to us. Um, Like Crystal said, many people don't want to come to these events. They come hesitantly. And once they're in the door and connecting with other survivors, they find their tribe. We have a lot of fun. We support each other in a lot of ways. 
You can find out more on our website, bethelightinfo.org. That is the letter B, not the word B, Mm -hmm. after Aunt B, if you remember. And um, so all calendar of events is there. There are hyperlinks to registrations. So we would love to have you join us or spread the word with a survivor that you know so that they can join us. Be the light. Amber and Crystal, thank you so much and continued luck on your journey. We hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you.